Welcome to the Game of Serbs podcast. Tonight, we're going to talk about optimizing your e-commerce search template for great user experience. This is a part of my e-commerce digital strategy series. Now, your search template is the forgotten child of smaller e-commerce websites. Uh, larger e-commerce websites take their search template and their search user experience very seriously. Smaller websites don't do that. Ever consider why we all heavily use the search option for larger websites? Why do we not take it seriously for our own projects? It's not that hard. You just need a good developer and a good understanding of your visitors. You don't even need the search template from WooCommerce or Shopify. In this post, we're going to talk about improving search user experience for your e-commerce websites. I'll also share the custom systems I've created for our own search criteria. But before I start, I need to let you all know that Baymard is my go-to for everything related to e-commerce UX. Whatever you're reading here is a summary of what I've learned and tested on Baymard. If you're serious about user experience, digest all the resources. We're going to start with filters. Using the proper filters for a search query is always at the top of my list. Depending on the website and products, your filters can get fairly complex. If you're not Amazon, you can break your filters based on categories. What do I mean by this? Nike sells apparels, accessories, that's for the body, and shoes. Through years of testing, I would say they have a good system for their filters. And if you go onto my website, you can check a diagram of the categories of filters they offer on their website. You can also go to their own website and check that out. If you go onto the website of Nike, I almost want to say that it's almost too much. But without diving into their data, I can't jump to conclusions. You would be surprised at how many e-commerce websites don't even think about their filter systems. Let's go over Vitasave as an example. If you look closely at the video on my website, you can see that if I search for vitamin C, there are no filters to sift through the 1,168 products they offer. After page three, you just want to give up searching altogether. Something else I notice and something I'll dive into further into this article is the display of irrelevant products for every query I enter. This tells me that the development team did not categorize the products properly. It's not always the fault of the developers. It should be the information architects and the SEOs and the content strategists who are supposed to come up with the map of what the search filter categorization is supposed to look like. What would work for Vitasave? Let's continue to use Vitasave as an example and devise a filter strategy on their search template. Take note because you'll be doing the same exercise with your own e-commerce websites. Here's how I would organize the filter system without having any data to back my hypothesis. I would start with brand. You no, know, you can have brand one, two, and three. Then the price range. Then certification. In their case, it would be organic, BPA-free, NSF certified. I would go into potency next, then package quantity, and then finally formulation. You can get more detailed, but this would be a fantastic start for Vitasave. It's an instant UX improvement. Please don't forget to give the option of sorting by relevance. 
best-selling, top-rated, most-rated, and price, which would be high to low and low to high. It's standard and very easy to implement. Perfect your filter system. It's a must. The easier you make it for your visitors to find what they need, the higher the conversion and ultimately revenue. What we're going to talk about next is persist user search queries. 33% of desktop sites and 44% of mobile sites force users to re-enter their query after a search has already been registered. If our job is to create a better user experience, then eliminating the simple re-entry parameter is one simple act we can take. In a video on my blog for Vitasafe, we can see that they follow this UX guideline. In most cases, users type in several different names for the same product and they get frustrated that their search isn't turning up the way they'd hoped. Some visitors may even abandon the search altogether due to the frustration. And in some cases, these users actually go on Google and put in, for example, vitamin C, VitaSafe, and then they actually get results from Google and then they come into the website, which is a shame and that shouldn't happen. Let's go over a few common reasons why visitors will search two to three times for the same product. There are too many search results. Two, there are not enough results. Three, the results are not what they expected. And four, they have to reset the search. Like filters, visitors like to make modifications to their search queries. It's no different than when you're searching on Google. Some key suggestions for your search query box. Make sure you give the option to clear the search box with an X. Test to see if the search field is easily activated. Make sure the search query is not too easy to clear. I know it sounds detailed and picky to focus on the search field, but I've read enough studies to take every element of an e-commerce website seriously. I recommend you do the same. Let's talk about including non-product search queries. On many occasions, a visitor will look for return policy, unsubscribe, or cancel order across your website. Studies have found that up to 11% of potential buyers abandon the checkout process when they can't find simple information like a return policy. Web visitors don't want to scan your website line by line to find this basic information, so they'll end up searching for those pages directly. If you don't have those pages, you may be turning off a big portion of your buyer base. In the case of VitaSave, uh, which is highlighted in my blog post and this podcast, of course, they fail this issue as well. You cannot search for static pages on their search box. If you have access to a developer, they can do this for you quickly. If you are, if you are working with Shopify or WordPress, WooCommerce, this one step should be easy. While you're optimizing, consider eliminating pages that attempt to match a user's queries and interests. Take the visitor to the exact page they're looking for based on the exact terms of the query. So what do I mean by that? If there is an exact match phrase for a search query, and if somebody types in return policy, take them directly to the page. You don't need to show a search results page for that. You can play with the user experience here, study the search patterns of your visitors and present the information as soon as someone clicks or taps on the search query box. If you go onto my blog post, you're going to see a wireframe of what I came up with in less than 10 minutes for the query headphones or bows. And this is just a visualization of what would happen if somebody types in headphones 
and does not execute the search. Depending on the keyword, other related queries show up and we get to show popular products associated with the initial search query. This was a quick and simple structure, but you'll likely change yours a few times before you nail a great search experience. Let's talk about how specific search queries should match the results. What do I mean by matching search queries with variations on the search results page? If a visitor searches for the term black jacket, what you want to do is show all the jackets with the color variation set to black. To improve the visitor experience further, you want to update the thumbnail based on the search query if possible. So if a jacket has multiple colors, you don't want to just show all the jackets for that product with all the colors and possibly a default color selected. You actually want to have your system select the black color for that jacket and show that thumbnail. If I search for 60 tablet vitamin C bottle on VitaSave, none of my key phrases match up with the search results on the VitaSave search results page. My primary query is vitamin C with the variation being 60 tablets, but the results that pop up include melatonin, iron, sprays, and multivitamins. Let's not forget again to auto apply filters if the variation is available as a filter. VitaSave completely fails this experience as well. When I check iHerb, we almost had it with them. The results are better, but I still didn't get containers with 60 tablets or the quantity filter auto-applied. Through studies, we know that more than 50% of websites don't incorporate search query variations with the results. Be the other 46% or better yet, the top in your own industry by applying variations directly in search. Let's now talk about auto-completing a search query to help visitors with their decisions. Most CMS options will give you this option as a standard. The quality of it, however, is not ideal. I've come up with a few rules, so let's go over that. Rule number one, make sure search query recommendations show up right away. In the case of VitaSave, it, uh, they do a decent job with this. As soon as I type vitamin C, I get many options right in the search box. Although I would break up the different categories like creams or sprays. Rule number two would be if you have a large website, you want to try giving the visitor the option to select a category. Neither iHerb nor VitaSave has this option. This feature may not work for every website, of course. Rule number three is if a visitor has a perfect search query, for example, vitamin C cream, ensure they are directed to the correct category without showing a results page. This rule is also applicable to auto applying filters to a perfect query. Rule number four is make sure that when a user wants to filter their scope of search for highest rated or low to high pricing or relevance, the results remain consistent. For example, if someone wants to filter their search results for pricing, what happens with a lot of e-commerce websites is that the relevancy just goes out the window. In the case of VitaSave, again, they do not pass this rule. When I look for vitamin C, you get a bunch of results for vitamin B when I filter for pricing approach user experience as the customer and consider where they are at the time of their search. Use that to guide them through a perfect search scope strategy. As long as you have rules, 
Your developers should not have an issue applying these recommendations. Your marketing team can then start testing with a target demographic and solidify user experience. Let's talk about shipping rates on search next. How the shipping price is displayed is crucial to an aware visitor base. In a lot of cases, shipping is free after a certain total amount. In other cases, free shipping is not possible, for example, large items or inaccessible locations. More than 43% of e-commerce websites miss this step. They assume the visitor will find a shipping rate on the cart or checkout page, which is absolutely wrong. Let's go over a few places where you can display shipping rates. If it's a flat rate, display it in the header at the top of the page. You can also put it on the product pages where visitors can get an estimate of their shipping rates. That's if you don't have a flat rate. You can also put it in the search template if, again, there is no flat rate. For the purpose of this article, we're going to skip how the messaging should be displayed on the header or product pages. Unfortunately, our example website, which is Vitasave, they don't give the option to calculate shipping rates anywhere other than the checkout page. This is simply the worst possible way you can give shipping rates. I have to enter all my information before getting my rate. I've come up with a quick wireframe for them to get started. Uh, they can literally go ahead and copy it and improve upon it. I did this wireframe in 10 minutes. This is just me thinking outside the box. If I really wanted to optimize the search template for Vitasave, I would spend a day perfecting it based on what I've learned from past user studies and experience. Let's talk about contextual search results. Visitors to e-commerce sites have come to expect contextual search results because of their experience on Google and Bing. Maybe not so much Bing, but uh, definitely Google. Let's pick on Vitasave a little bit more. If I search for high quality vitamin C tablets, I would assume I'd see vitamin C tablets, highest rated vitamin C brands, only vitamin C supplements. This could easily apply to search terms like organic or low priced. Remember, context is everything when it comes to search. Get it right and you'll stand out against everyone else. You're creating a system to improve and speed up the buying process of your customers. Why would they go anywhere else if you make this easy? And of course, Vitasave does not follow this rule. Finally, let's talk about practicing good design etiquette for autocomplete list suggestions. There are a few best practices for significantly improving the user experience of visitors who rely on autocomplete suggestions. Rule number one, do not suggest more than 10 results. If you do, the person searching will be overwhelmed. Vitasave passes this rule. Rule number two, make sure the results are scannable and easy to read. Once again, Vitasave passes this rule. They don't pass many, but they definitely pass this rule. Rule number three, if you have access to a developer, ask them to highlight related keywords to improve scannability. Vitasave does not pass this rule. Amazon does a great job of this. Rule number four, make sure to avoid scroll bars. That's just bad design and experience. Vitasave does not pass this rule on mobile devices. Rule number five, highlight the area the visitor's cursor lands on. Vitasave does not pass this rule. Rule number six, don't forget visual depth. For example, dim the background when the visitor is typing their query. Vitasave does not pass this rule. Rule number seven, the search query box should be mobile friendly. Vitasave passes this rule. Rule number eight, 
Searchers should be able to remove the query and continue with the page they're on easily. VitaSave passes this rule. Most of your traffic will be from mobile devices. It's imperative to make it easy to navigate with a handheld device. If you follow these eight rules, you'll be leaps and bounds ahead of your competitors. All you have to do is follow this 2000 word article and this podcast and you'll do very well. What are my final thoughts? I've gone through a lot. There are other obvious measures you'll need to take to perfect the search experience on your website. No one has all the secrets for perfecting the search results. It's not me, it's not you. You're going to have to test with your own demographic and find out what works with you. You'll have to test different ideas to see what works and what doesn't. Let me know if I missed anything or if you disagree with the rules I put forward. Until next time, catch you on my next podcast.